thanks for taking the time to speak to me again. <laughs> That's all right. Could you just introduce yourself a little? Yeah, so um, my name's Dobby Upton. I am 21 years old and I am an event rider who has been lucky enough to ride for Great Britain. Um, and I also am a full-time student at Edinburgh University as well, so I'm not kind of the um, normal event rider, um, but yeah, so that's me. So I think my first question would definitely be, how do you juggle university, especially in Edinburgh, and riding and competing down in Boris and Edmonds? <laughs> well, um, yeah, it's an interesting one, to be honest. I um, have been working all evening now, actually, until we... Um, until we are speaking at, what are we, uh, 10 past nine um, at night. So um, it's a lot of um, commitment and sacrifices and all of that, but it's all worthwhile because I love both. Like, I love my eventing so much and I love my studies as well. So it's really important for me to do both. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of times when I wake up and I think, God, I really should just be doing one or the other. But I I couldn't pick at the moment because um, I love them both. And I really do believe that my studies is important um, to kind of supplement me along the way um so how I dealt with them both is kind of um before corona I basically flew back and forth from Edinburgh to Stansted um so I had lectures on a Monday Wednesday Thursday so then I flew back on a Thursday rode in the evening um and late at night and then rode again Friday Saturday Sunday and Monday morning before I then flew up for my 10 a.m. lecture so it was uh it is very full-on um but like I said earlier it's definitely worth it yeah that's quite the trip to do every week <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh how did you get into horses and then later on eventing in ponies so basically I have basically I've ridden my whole life um as long as I can remember um I I'm not from a hugely horsey background um my dad isn't horsey my mum evented a little bit um like up to novice level um she had a lovely horse um which I um went to go and watch when I was younger growing up um her or her B events and everything so but me my brother and my sister we all did pony club together so we we're all in um, the pony club which I absolutely loved I think that's where I definitely found my love for it and the competitive side of it because I did the all the pony club teams and like the pony club championships I went to ever since I was nine um in the eventing and the show jumping so I did them when I was nine ten eleven twelve you know all the way up until I was I think 15 um I did my last one so that was where I really found I think the competitive side of it and loving the whole team environment and the pressure I really thrived off the pressure from a young age um so that's how I got into horses and then my brother and my sister gave up and um, sadly for my parents, they couldn't get me off. So um, <laughs> here I am still doing it. And um, yeah, and then I just went up through the ranks and had two lovely ponies that I went on to do all the um, pony trials with um, and things like that. 
Yeah, and obviously you've had a really successful ponies, juniors, and now young rider career. I, what would be your highlights in that? Um, it was really hard to, to pick one, to be honest, because they were all so different. Like, my first ever Europeans um, back in 2014 was obviously so special, being the first time I'd ever represented Great Britain and, and something I'd dreamed of for so long, um, really narrowly missing out the year before, um, which was gutting. So then being able to go the following year and win double silver in my debut was really was a dream come true. But it was a very different experience to my um, latter ones. It was all a bit of a um, a bit of a blur, to be honest with you. I think you know I was so young and and I just I just kind of just put my head down and just went through it and got it done and got the job done whereas then in my next ones I actually took a lot more time to soak it in and enjoy it um I think the first one it was all a bit of a whirlwind to be honest with you um but the favorite uh I think you know winning my first gold in in 2017 um with Eros DHI was very special um the first time you stand on the podium, you know, with a gold medal around your neck, hearing the national anthem being played for you will will be a, a moment that I'll never, ever forget. But they've all been special in their own right, so it's hard to pick one. But um, I definitely think the, the junior European individual gold was a very special one. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Eros DHI isn't a big horse, but it sounds like he's got quite a lot of heart and... Yeah, so he's only kind of 15, two at a push, to be honest. Um, and it made it even more special because he was my first horse. I had him since he was five years old. So so I guess, you know, I'm a big fan of producing them from when they're young, like four or five. I find that much more kind of rewarding. And I, I love then how well I know them and how in sync I am with them and He's definitely an example of that. Um, in his younger years, you know, he had his, you know, issues here and there across country. But then, you know, I know him inside out now and he has got a heart of gold and would do anything for me and I would do anything for him. So that was very special to do it on him. And so now are you, because you've got a larger string of horses now than you could say perhaps in your junior time would you say you've now gone on to producing younger horses to later on ride at top level or what would you say you're doing now to grow your string of horses so it's obviously a difficult one with uh, me being at university so I can only have so many um horses because you know, I only have so many hours in the day with my university work as well. So I've actually got eight at the moment, which is um, definitely the maximum I can have right now um, until I leave university. Whereas when, when I do, obviously, I will be encouraging my string to grow. But I am definitely a believer in quality over quantity. I like to put in a lot of time and effort to every single one of my horses. I'm the only one that ever rides them. Um, so I definitely, you know, can't have any more than that. But when, you know, I've got a variety of youngsters to, to older ones and in terms of, 
growing my string I think you know right now I don't need to um but I you know I believe that people seeing the work that I do on my horses and the way they come on from when they're young to then older is hopefully enough for for people to trust me with their horses yeah no completely I mean I know that they definitely stand out to me when I watch your videos on social media from your competitions, they look absolutely incredible all the time. (laughs) Um, So what would be your advice then to younger riders who don't, you know, who want to go up through the levels, um, maybe perhaps going into ponies, what would be your advice to them? Well, personally, I would just say, you know, stick to your gut and follow your your own path. I think it's very um, easy to get swayed by all the teams and, and let it absolutely, you know, like, fill, occupy your whole, your whole day and life and you become so kind of fixed on it and I definitely was like that when I was younger and um and you know when I wasn't selected it was like the end of the world and don't get me wrong the teams were the most incredible thing that I ever that I ever did in my youth they were absolutely incredible and they've helped me become the rider I am today but but I think you know if you if you don't quite have the pony that's good enough or don't quite have the horse that's good enough, you know, it isn't the absolute end of the world. You know, I think just set yourself your own goals and your own targets and be satisfied in achieving them. And the worst thing you can do is compare yourself to X, Y, and Z because everyone, you know, has completely different circumstances and, you know, someone might have amazing results of that year, but then that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that will carry on for the rest of their career. So I think, definitely stay focused on your own personal goals and don't you know be swayed or distracted by what other people uh, are doing no that's some really good advice um I think my next question would definitely be obviously this year has been very strange (laughs) and (laughs) to say the least obviously we're not entirely sure what will happen next event season but hopefully things will be slightly back to normal what would be your plans for your horses next year next event season so um my two kind of most experienced horses cola and cannavaro um i'm heading off to cronenberg in holland in a couple of weeks um to do the four star long so that will hopefully get them their five star qualification for next year so both of them will hopefully step up to five star next year. Um, I've then got a lovely 10 year old called Magic Roundabout, who's a very new horse for me. Um, so he'll hopefully step up to four star next year as well um, and work his way um, through some of those. Um, I've got a lovely six year old called Coolia's Ice, who's just come third in the six year old championships. So He'll hopefully step step up to intermediate next year and then do the seven-year-old championships. Um, And then I've got Eros DHI, who will hopefully um, be back in action next year and and do some four stars with him. Um, And I've got some lovely younger horses as well, um, who will, um, yeah step up through the levels and um just hopefully progress really nicely um for their owners and um and then yeah that's kind of um where I'm at with them 
no, it sounds brilliant. I think it's fair to say that buying horses and trying to find horses is quite tricky. It's quite a whirlwind when you're trying to find what you're looking yeah. for. <laughs> what qualities do you look for when you're buying perhaps a younger horse for eventing? So, you know, like you said, there is so much um, to look for. I mean, they are one in a million, the good ones. And when you get them, it makes you realise even more how rare they are to find. But um, for me personally, I'm a very big believer in confirmation. I um, wouldn't buy a horse with bad confirmation. Um, I would walk away um, from it. Um, That's just a personal thing I have. Um, but I think everyone has their own individual kind of preferences. Um, but confirmation is very high up on a list for me. Um, and I love light, loose, athletic horses who are very light on themselves. You know, I don't want to be riding a horse that feels like it's hard work and is landing heavily. And so, um, that's another, another big thing for me. Um, so, so yeah, those two are big ones for me. Yeah, no, brilliant. Thank you. Um, I think that would be everything. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your really busy day to speak to me. No worries.